Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. everyone. How is everyone doing? I'm doing swell. And that's because Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together. At least they're having a moment. They have rekindled and boy, oh boy, as a lover of pop culture, especially from the early aughts, this is just giving me life. It's giving a lot of people life. And let's break it down. What does that mean? What's happening to us? We're excited. We're excited. There's something about old flames rekindling, especially after this past year, bringing us back to another time, a simpler time when it was just about, you know, Jenny from the block, Ben Affleck being in her music video. What a strange turn that was. And it's interesting because many people would say that that relationship really made Ben Affleck look cheesy. Um, You know, a lot of it seemed staged or like, what's happening now? He basically wears a costume as clothing every day. But the thing is, Ben looked really good during that time. And I also believe that, yes, he just did whatever J-Lo wanted him to do because he was, you know, digmatized by J-Lo, so to speak. Um, which, of course, I would be that way if I got to date Jennifer Lopez. I, I really understand it. He, he, you know, he did, he did what was asked of him. She really has this ability to date a man and head directly into the makeover montage. You know, she's like, we're in love. You know what we need is a makeover. <laughs> and then Jenny from the block starts playing and suddenly whoever she's dating is so much hotter. Um, You know, this happened with A-Rod, happened with Ben, obviously. It happened with the dancer she dated, even Mark Anthony. Like J-Lo just knows, she's all about aesthetics. Like she's like, this is how I want this to look. Like we're going to do complimentary outfits. Like this is going to be, this is going to be our thing. Anyways, they're back together again, and I I didn't know how much I needed it. Apparently, they are in Montana. Ben has a house there, and they spent several days there together. Guys, can you see it? I'm seeing a bearskin rug. I'm seeing a giant fire in the fireplace. They are making sweet love. They are lying together, talking about, you know, the past 10, 15 years since they've been apart. Yes, they stayed friends, but... You know, what they experienced in life. Is it what they thought? You know, Ben is able to make amends and, and apologize for cheating on J-Lo. Um, and, and they're just like they're having this moment. Because this was the whole thing. They were supposed to get married. Like the, the tents were being set up and J-Lo called off the wedding. Because apparently 
Ben might have gone to a strip club and things happened in the champagne room. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. And and A-Rod, maybe he was unfaithful to J-Lo. What, why, why are people unfaithful? Why, I don't, I, what do we do? Especially on J-Lo, of all, of all the people. I don't know. Is this like how people are built? I'm not sure. Also, I guess things happen. I don't know. I'm trying to be, I want to be empathetic. I want to be compassionate. Respectful of everyone's journey. It's hard to be a human. You know, we're all just doing the best we can. But God, I love that they're back together. I'm loving every second of it. And I don't even think this should be a forever. I just think it's a for now, like a great, just romantic. This is like the notebook on steroids. That's what I'm picturing. And someone posted this on Instagram and I just, oh, I had a laugh, which was that Ben Affleck has only been with J-Lo for a few weeks now and he's already better looking. She just knows how to do it. Today on the podcast, I am sharing an episode of another podcast that I had the pleasure of being a guest on. It's called Table Flipping. And these two gals, they are best friends. They take their private conversations about reality television and took them to the microphone. And I had such a great time being on their show. Um, Alyssa Littman and Taylor, I'm going to most likely butcher your last name. And as someone whose last name has been butchered, I apologize from the bottom of my heart because I'm also a big fan, not only of your podcast, but also of you as an actress on the show, Dave, on FXX, uh, Taylor Misiak. Taylor, I gotta, I gotta find out how to say your last name. Taylor, you're so good on Dave. So good on Dave. When I was in Atlanta, uh, last week working with Heather McMahon, uh, Brittany 911 of Brittany 911 fame. And so, so much more. Um, (laughs) But that's how Heather and I met. You guys know this. But we watched Dave after a long day of writing. And I laid on this amazing, very large linen couch in the basement of Heather's house and was just so cozy. And we just had a laugh. It was great. Really enjoyed it. And, And yeah, Taylor, you're fantastic on that show. But we are talking about a filthy program. And that is Chaotic. The Britney Spears and Kevin Federline docu-series, should we call it? Wow, guys. Wow. I hadn't seen it in so long. And you know, my friend Steve Moreau, who was a guest on the podcast, we had talked about this and how I I couldn't remember. I like blacked it out. Um, And he said, or blocked it out. Guys, I'm, (laughs) my brain is fried. But I I had blocked this out and Steve said, that at the time, I was like, I don't like this. This is making me uncomfortable. And I watched it, and it made me uncomfortable again. It was quite the revisit. I, I can't believe that Brittany wanted this to be out in the world. And I can't believe her people at the time okayed this. Because it is, it's dark. It's dark. A lot of things are going on there. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Last thing I want to say, Brittany's Instagram is taking us on a journey. It always does. Right now, she's really into two things, cat suits and long text in her Instagram posts. Listen, the text stuff, everyone's saying, is it real? Is it not? It's not her. Okay, if we want to say it's not her, let's just talk about the images she's putting out there because no one is making 
Brittany, put on these cat suits and pose in this way because as you can tell, she's having a great time. The first thing, her body looks amazing. Incredible. This is the goal for my post-pandemic body. She looks freaking fantastic. And I love the choices. A bright emerald green, an animal print. She also has some pink in her hair, which I like. Brittany, when she puts color in her hair, you know, fun colors, it's always at a fun time in her life. Um, and it's and it hasn't always, I mean, the wigs, yes, we've seen that. But where she she just puts like a little bit of a pastel in her hair or on her hair in her hair extensions. That's like Brittany just being playful and having a good time. So I'm feeling like Brittany is having a good time with her boyfriend right now. I, 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 I don't know. I'm feeling a lightness from her. And, and some things do seem wacky in the text. And at the same time, what is she really saying that's that unusual? She wants a, a koi pond. She's rich. This, is, this seems right to me. Nature seems right to me. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? So um, may we all find our inner cat suit energy this week. Uh, sending love. Love you guys. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Taylor and Alyssa on table flipping. So today we have a very special podcast episode. We're going to be talking about Chaotic, Britney and Kevin, the reality show about Britney Spears from back in 2005. And who better to talk about it with us than the host of We Need to Talk About Britney herself, writer and actor who is fabulous on Black Monday, Jen Zabrowski. Welcome to the podcast, Jen. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I just, I love talking about Brittany 24-7 over here. (laughs) So let's start out by asking you, which I love that you ask people on your podcast this question, um, who is Brittany to you? Uh, She is my soul sister. She is my childhood friend. She is the friend we had who, you know, we had the best time at summer camp together and we promised to be friends forever and then we lost touch and then we found each other on Facebook and it was magic and then (laughs) we got together in person and it was a little awkward, but we're happy for each other and, you know, I knew that she would go on to do big things and... Uh, and it's exciting to see her do that, but you know, then we unpack it all. How it was, you know, a lot came with that, and you know, it's it's like that. She feels like a childhood friend to me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like one thing that listening to your podcast has really done for me is remind me like how much joy this person has brought into my life because it's such an easy thing. I feel like different stages of your life you sort of get made fun of, especially as a woman, for liking you know frivolous things and. I really like to hold on to the idea that, like, it's okay to have Britney Spears be very important to you, you know? Like, she's a Mm -hmm. genius in a lot of rights. What do you think, Taylor? No, I couldn't agree more. One of my favorite Alyssa moments is a time (laughs) when my idiot boyfriend tried to, like, knock Britney's dancing and said something about Britney's dancing is, like, just marketing. And, like, watching this, like, 
fire light inside of Alyssa and she just like totally Ted talked him into a place where he was like, okay, you're right. And it's like, he is absolutely changed. He's still my boyfriend because he changed. Believe me, it would have been the end of the world had he not. And he also is just like singing a completely new tune post watching Framing Britney and everything like that. But it's really I loved seeing that in Alyssa being like, no, this is something I'm fucking proud of and I am going to defend because you just don't get it. And she was right. And that's been wonderful. (laughs) Well, it's also just like I discovered Britney Spears through dance class as a child, you know, so like coming at me from both ends saying that dancing is not as important as whatever else. I was just like, absolutely not if we're going to be friends. (laughs) but he took he took it well so that's good I'm so (laughs) glad to hear that you went on such a journey with your friend's boyfriend because I find those relationships to be even sometimes more important than the relationship I have with the friend like I'm like Mm -hmm. if I can if I can really get in there with a friend's partner then I'm like then we're you know we're off to the races like this is good and that you 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 made such beautiful change in yes. your friend's partner. Like, I mean, yes. what a gift. You're just giving to that relationship, too. Good for you. I love everything I'm hearing. Wow. Yeah, well, it really so elevated much. everything. And it's like, I'm sorry, Tony, that you can't dance, but you don't need to, like, have a heart full of hate, you know, and judgment. Like, sorry. <laughs> um. All right. Let's get into the hot mess that is chaotic. I need just, Oof. like, raw initial Oof. thoughts. How long had it been since you'd visited, revisited this? Did you watch it originally? How are you Uh, feeling? Well, one, this show is filthy. This is (laughs) a filthy show. I I said to you right before we started recording, I hope everyone has access to a shower after this because, dear God, it is – it's just so filthy. Okay, let me collect myself. One, I had not watched it in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And recently, I reconnected – with an actual friend of mine um, from college, uh, my friend Steve Moreau. And he said, do you remember when we watched Chaotic in Los Angeles together? And I said, back in 2004 or five, whenever this came out, and I said, I do not. Like, I, I don't have any memory of this. And he said, well, what's so funny is that I remember watching, we watched American Idol together, and then we were like, oh, my God, let's watch Chaotic. And I remember you saying, Jen, I don't like this. This is making me feel very uncomfortable. And and I was like, well, now that I've watched this, I'm like, I understand why I still felt uncomfortable. I cannot believe that this was on television. I know. They are they <laughs> there is so much kissing, but intimate kissing. Like very <laughs> intimate kissing. And another thing that stood out to me is okay, well, I'm kind of jumping around, but I just also want to say this. In one piece of this, she says, "We while she's running on a treadmill, while she's running on a <laughs> treadmill at full speed, she says, I have had sex three times today. And then she's sprinting on a treadmill. And then she goes into the makeup chair to get ready to do her Onyx Hotel show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. stamina. Now, I understand at the time she was 23 years old. But my God. I was just like, I don't have that much to give. Like, I've done three Zooms and I walked my dog for 20 minutes today. And I'm like, I I need to get in bed after I do this podcast and, like, watch some Housewives. Like, oh, my God, right? Isn't it crazy how 
she just was like a little energizer bunny. But I mean, she was digmatized. I mean, this is a woman yes. who <laughs> was truly digmatized. Their love story is sex, like period, the end. And I've always said that Brittany has an amazing connection to her body. Like it is, she experiences this world through movement. And I mean, she even has said as much recently, she has to dance every single day. And that's how she moves through emotions, the whole thing. And here she was moving, but with a man by her side. And it's all about sex. He could dance and he could make love to her in the way that was satisfying. And that is <laughs> that is it. Like, that is the foundation. And it is, like, the top floor of their relationship. There is nothing in between. Uh, I wish she had just known that he would eventually write Popo's out. And I feel like that would have just killed the whole vibe. <laughs> like, they'd be done. There'd be kids with someone else. And maybe her life would be different. I don't know. Um, Wait, it's oof. crazy you say that. Because I was wa- I wanted to ask you guys. It feels like, okay, for anybody who hasn't seen this show, which I'm going to assume is a large percentage of yeah. people maybe. <laughs> it's also, in addition to being everything that you just said, Jen, it is shot on a camcorder yeah. by just Brittany and Kevin. And so it has like a very home video vibe that is often a little disorienting and can make you nauseous. But they say the two of them talk about how like getting behind the camera helped them open up to one another. Like we see really, really intimate conversations that they have and like talking about the first time they say I love you and talking about marriage and talking about their relationship. And they're like, I don't know if we didn't have this camera to do all these sort of crazy, raw, emotional exercises. I I don't know how far our relationship would have gone and it makes me wonder if this show didn't happen if there would be just like a rewrite of Britney history and therefore human history of her actually getting married to him what do you guys think gosh I have so much to say the first thing (laughs) is that newlyweds the Jessica Simpson Nick Lachey show came out August 19th 2003 that was the premiere date Mm. chaotic came out May 17th 2005. So it's two years later. And so at this point, Newlyweds is huge. You know, like the biggest show on definitely reality TV, if not even, I mean, it was like all over pop culture. Yeah. And I wonder if that was one inspiring to Britney. And this is like her take on that. And also thinking about Madonna's Truth or Dare. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that these things inspired this, like, taking this material and turning it into a show. The other thing, I need to make sure I get this out, is that there was a documentary, and I think you can watch it on YouTube, and it's something like Three Days and Five Nights, or Five Nights and, I don't know, whatever, but it's Britney on the Onyx Hotel tour, Yes, 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 yes. And recently an article came out with the director of this documentary. And she's she's a real, like, true blue documentarian. And it was like, how did you get this job? Like, did you want it? What happened? And she talks about her journey to this project. And it's the, – the end product is quite dark. It's quite, like – It's just Brittany going from empty hotel room to empty hotel room. And she said that part of it was they gave Brittany a camcorder and she didn't use it. And she was like, which is disappointing because I think that would have been really good. And I'm like, Mm. I wonder, one, if that's the actual, if it's the, the camera that was given to Brittany. And then later she used it. 
and liked using it. Or if she's like, you know what? Some lady gave me a camera. That seems like that could be fun. It's curious. Like, was she – because if she was given this camcorder and, like, proposed this idea, it's like what what turned her off to it at that time when she was going to be – like a round of gr- a group of people sort of supervising it. And then yeah. what turned her on to it at a time when she was like completely unsupervised and then left to her own devices and then made chaotic. Maybe I someone mean, just told her that she could EP it herself or something. And then they, you know, she would get paid more money. I, I don't know. I also wonder like, did she, was this just road footage she had? And they were like, we're going to turn this into new- your newlyweds. Like it just doesn't seem like it was filmed for television to me. I don't think it was. I think that yeah. these are their private videos, and then they got this deal with UPN, which is just <laughs> that also is crazy to me. After and, a yeah. bidding war, too. Like a Ugh. bidding war, and UPN wins? <laughs> guys, guys. Like, who lost to that? What's happening? <laughs> it's just sex. Like, it's sex, cigarettes, drinking. And also, guys, oh my gosh, how about when they – are getting married and he greets Britney's father and the rest of their guests in a white tank top. Oh, oh my God. And a white theater. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you better believe I was going to ask you guys about that. <laughs> I was blown away. When Jamie Spears reads the invitation and he understands what's happening and he knows he's being filmed and he says, well, that changes everything. And then mm-hmm. he walks away and Kevin then in the confessional says, I didn't know if he was happy or if he was angry or I didn't know how he was feeling. And then Brittany cries. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's really a lot. Sad. There's a lot in this this show that is very like the seeds were there. We just missed it. You know? Like now now with everything that's going on, I look back at this and like I mean, her mom's reaction versus her dad's reaction is so different. The way she's talking about how her tour is scheduled and how... I mean, you just said she's like an energizer bunny and she's worn out by all of this. She's like, whoever made this tour schedule is crazy. Like, I can't do all of this every day. She's alone all the time. I mean, she basically picked a guy out of a club and brought him on tour and then was unsure if he was, like, using her. And she makes a comment about how, like, she's been in this industry for a long time and a lot of different people have had different intentions around her. Like, there's so much stuff that's just so relevant to what's going on with her right now. Let's talk about some fun characters that were in this documentary. I really love... Obviously, we love Felicia. She's a hoot. I I wish we could have so much more of Felicia. She's actually, like, legitimately very funny, (laughs) which is cool to see. Um, and I hadn't seen that much of Mo, uh, but he is, I just think he's awesome. And, you know, it appears he's probably not around her anymore, right? What do we know about him? Yes. Okay, so I believe that Mo had the most important story arc of all the characters (laughs) in this series. Like, more than Brittany, more than Kevin, it's Mo because Mo's like, I don't like this guy. I don't like anything about him. Then Mo's like, you know what? I like seeing Brittany happy. I like him. 
Like, we go on a real journey with Mo. Mm-hmm. Like, and then Mo's like, he takes too long. I'm not into this. Like, but he puts up with it for Brittany. And he also, Mo is on the plane when Brittany proposes to Kevin. Yep. And he's like, what are those two doing over there? What are they saying to each other? What's going on? Ooh. And it's just like, Mo, I'm sure Mo's not in the public eye. And I just hope now he's like, on a beach somewhere processing all of this and he's doing all right because wow (laughs) yeah absolutely I mean one of the interesting things that they included is that Brittany said I love you first to Kevin and he didn't say it back and then she proposed to him and I just yep dickmatized you guys I told you I already know what happened she was dickmatized (laughs) it is interesting to me though because she is you know she has such traditional she must have grown up with traditional values and her family seems pretty conservative and she's this like really free sexual woman who asks for what she wants even if she's afraid to get turned down by a guy and so in a way it was kind of cool to see that side of her and we just we haven't seen her you know talk in an unedited in an unedited manner for a long period of time like in a while and so I felt like I was sort of getting to know Brittany as the person again rather than Brittany the icon which we just see photos and like little clips of did you guys feel that at all yeah absolutely I felt like I got to spend some real quality time with her and at some points it made me sad and uncomfortable and it felt really dark. And and then also at the same time, I was thinking, you know, who was I at 23? And, yeah. and then you add into the mix that she was such a major celebrity and she didn't have the opportunity to hit a lot of the proper growth milestones that all of us get to experience for better or worse. And... I think she was just in this bubble where it's either she's working or she's partying and or sleeping and resting. It was just a lot of hotel rooms. You yeah. know, she's just like in a room and then they would talk about going out a lot, like a lot mm-hmm. of clubbing. But it's different when you don't have to get up and interact with the outside world, like, you know, Moe's going in to get her her coffee and Felicia's handling X, Y, Z. And and I I think that that was a disservice to her growth as a person. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so sad. It's, it's, I felt for the first time watching this doc, while I have always felt very connected to her, I also haven't felt older than her ever and watching this back I had such a like oh no honey stop about rushing into this marriage with Kevin in a way I've never felt before because I've always just like idolized her and put her on this pedestal and thought of somebody thought of her as someone who was ahead of me and having this little role reversal of me now being older than she was while she was taping chaotic I see it through exactly the lens you're talking about of just going oh my god like while at that exact time while I was just like worshiping her for being the goddess ultra pop star that she was and she was giving everything to me as a fan at that exact time she was also it was costing her the the real life that helps you 
just develop into a, a human being that we're going to hold you accountable to that standard. So we're still expecting her to be quote unquote normal. And yet we don't give her any of the tools to be even close to that. Like it was really fascinating to me. I don't know if you guys looked up the Wikipedia page for this show, but it got <laughs> no. so much hate critically and so many people saying that she's like this narcissist and saying that it was this career killer because it was that she's just not a normal person. And I'm like, so yeah, what were you frigging expecting? And, and, and to, I just like, don't understand what people wanted from her. How could you, how, how could you take everything from her and then expect so much back? I don't get it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I think a lot of people were probably looking at the show through the lens of the newlyweds. And so, you know, here was Jessica Simpson who made everything seem so relatable. Like, you know, famous people, they're just like us. They don't know that, you know, tuna fish isn't chicken either, you know, like that kind of stuff. And and her figuring out how to clean this big house that she moved into with her new husband and what it's like during the first years of a marriage in a traditional sense. And then here was Britney Spears doing the complete opposite. But I so agree with you. It's like, of course, she's not like everyone else. She's Britney Spears. She yeah. is unlike any anyone uh, who has ever been in her position I mean, I'll t- I had I've had Mandy Moore on the show, Lance mm-hmm. Bass, and and other people who are very famous, and they'll all say like, it's not like Britney Spears famous. Mandy Moore never mm-hmm. met Britney Spears. I said, how is this possible? You were both pop stars at this time, you know. And did you know this person and that person? Yes, yes, but I never met Britney Spears. She was kept away from everyone. There was an extra layer of protection, um, or what people thought was protection, in front of her, and it just really isolated her. And mm-hmm. I, again, I just think that that really can affect someone's growth as a human being. It's it's wild to see. It's funny what you say about like not getting to have that experience of getting to travel abroad. I think of that of that and go, oh, I she didn't get to have any experiences with like a group of friends, which is weird to say. But she was either staring at an audience of thousands of bajillions of people who loved her or she was like trapped away with Felicia or trapped away with Kevin. She's like either having these like one on one connections and or has this like huge, huge fan base and to not have an in between has got to set you up to feel some pretty big extremes for all of those for those relationships because you don't you're like you said you're not like doing these kind of group trips or you don't have a class of people that you know from school you don't have just a, a healthy like sleepover with a handful of people from middle school or high school it's very extreme her situation. yes and and to that point you know being an actor you guys know it's like if you were on set working 
24 hours a day, seven days a week in this way. When you're an actor and you get a job, you show up to set. From the moment you get out of your car and check in, someone is watching you, following you because you can't fuck it up. Like they're like, we need this person to not trip and fall, to not hurt themselves and to not miss when their time is finally ready to go for them to be on set. Yeah. So you have to like check in with them. You need to be like, I, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll, I'll be Everyone's back. Everyone's like, who's got eyes on Jen? Anybody got eyes on Jen? <laughs> yes, eyes on Jen. You have and, like five, five people looking at you. I've got eyes on Jen. She's at Crafty. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're like, oh my God, I just wanted a handful of pretzels. Um, <laughs> and there's something about it where you're like, this is kind of cool. Someone wants to know where I am. And like, this <laughs> yeah. is fun. I, I feel fabulous. And they fix your makeup up and then you like go and do your thing. But if you're Britney Spears, people are having their eyes on you. Even like in your team, I'm saying 24 Mm -hmm. hours a day. So you're not able to just be, I mean, she's a part of something. You know, she has her dancers and her makeup artists and like you said, Felicia and the bodyguards and they're their own little pod that's moving, you know, from place to place to place. But she's... But she's at the top of it. She is. I mean, yeah, she truly is her song. Her. She's o- yeah. she's overprotected. It's too much. It's not healthy for anyone. It's not healthy for it anyone. It also, like, really just struck me how little personal space she actually had. You know, like, she, they're on the bus, and she's, like, naked while there's people in the bus asleep. Like, that is, I mean, even just her hotel room, like, obviously she's sharing that with Kevin, but there's probably constantly people coming in and out of there. And part of me... You know, sometimes when I'm anxious about something, I'll just call it out before someone else can embarrass me. And so I was wondering if that's what she was doing with being like, we had sex in here. You know, like she's making a joke of it and she's kind of having like a shock jock type of attitude. But there is something to be said for like every single room I'm in living my life doing every single thing. Someone else is about to come in this room and be in it with me as well. So I might as well just kind of call out like on my terms what's going on. And yeah. Felicia asked. She goes, why couldn't I come in here earlier, Brittany? And it's like, oh, my God. That's <laughs> – that's to, to your point, everybody knows exactly where she is always and then needs answers if you don't. And then she's like, we had sex. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's On like the treadmill. What, <laughs> it's like what this past year has felt like. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, I love my husband and my dog, but I'm like, enough. Like, <laughs> I don't want – Someone to know where I am and what I'm doing all the time. Like, my husband comes down and he's like, oh, you eating some popcorn? I'm like, God damn it. I just wanted some popcorn and cheese. I know. I had to literally say to my boyfriend, I love you and I know you don't mean it this way, but just stop pointing out what I'm eating. Like, just don't do it. Yes. Like, and sometimes it's like, please just go to the grocery store. Or like, I'm going to go for a walk and please don't ask me if you can come with me. Like, just stuff like that. I guess you're totally right. We all did kind of get a taste of what it's like to be Britney Spears. Oh, my God, guys. I'm the Felicia. I'm always, like, asking Tony what he's eating or what he's doing or what's going on. If he has a meal without me, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I was in the next room, and you just thought you shouldn't invite me to have this with you? Wow. So Tony is Britney Spears. I love that Tony's been on a real – your Tony has been on a real journey. Like, he didn't, like – 
Britney Spears. <laughs> now he is Britney Spears. This oh, is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been real. His arc has been the biggest, certainly, of anybody on Chaotix. I'll say it. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, listening to her, like, sing other songs that weren't her own and talk about what she thought of, like, Eminem and Pink. I mean, that was just everything to me. Ooh, do you guys want to know a fun fact about yes. Pink and Britney Spears? Yes. So, on an earlier episode um, of We Need to Talk About Britney, I had my friend who is a backup dancer, and she grew up uh, dancing at, is it Millennial or Millennium? Millennium. Millennium Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Pink used to date, I'm going to put that in quotes, Kevin Federline. (gasps) No. Stop. Yes. Ah! My mouth is on the floor. Wow. Yes. Wowie. Wow. So when she was singing Pink, I was like, oh my God, I wonder if Britney knew. Like, I wonder if I Kevin know. told her. I feel he like that to has have. to be a jab. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Also, you, how they the know. fuck did he get to be with Britney Spears <sighs> and Pink? That tank dance. top wearing man. I Get know. My, out of here. My friend Lindsay said, and she was a little kid. She was one of, the, like, the kid dancers at that dance studio. And she said that Kevin was known to be the bad boy there. Uh, oh, that he was very wow. charismatic and <laughs> he dated all the ladies. <laughs> I feel I like there's not enough up. places. Yeah, there's not enough places, bars or things that encourage dancing in L.A. now. I feel like you always have to – you really have to seek them out. There's like the Echoplex and that's about it. And I'm usually the only person really going for it and then I'm embarrassed about it. <laughs> Listen, as soon as we're allowed to do these things and everyone's vaccinated or feeling comfortable, whatever you know works for them – I will go with you. I mean, we've never, we've never even laid eyes on each other, but just know, like, we have each other's email now. Like, please reach out. We're gonna go breathe all over each other with no masks on. That's all I want to do is just like, like on all my friends. And now you sound like a Britney. You sound like a Britney song. We'll blast "Breathe on Me." It'll be great. Yes, absolutely. Is there any other moment that you wanted to highlight from this show, or do you think we pretty much covered it? I have one thing I want to talk about, and that is, of course, you know, the setting is a hotel room, and Brittany and Kevin are together, and they are smoking cigarettes, drinking, Mm -hmm. very tipsy, having a time. I think they even say themselves that they're very tipsy, and they start talking about Eminem, and Brittany says, what do you Mm -hmm. think about Eminem? And Kevin says, he's a genius, and she's like, yeah. He is. She's like, but he complains a lot. (laughs) And then she says, or talks about, okay, and this is where I'm going to start to paraphrase, but she says something like, and, you know, talks about how women have done uh, him wrong, you know, when guys do that, you know, for their careers, whatever, (gasps) to get ahead. And Kevin starts laughing so hard, and they're clearly talking about Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And how he did her so dirty. And I know now after talking to Julianne Kay, her makeup artist, and how Britney was so upset when the music video came out uh, 
where yes for crimea river and then hearing her say that i was like yes bitch you just (laughs) she's like sure but if you want to throw me under a bus to make yourself feel better if that's your process great like it was so nasty i loved it (laughs) yeah absolutely i didn't catch that that's what but as you were really explaining it i was like oh Totally missed that Justin dig. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, she, I, there's also a video of her around this time where she was like singing his song, and then she's like, "It's pretty pussyish." And I'm like, "I love this. This is Ooh. everything. All I want to do is hear Britney talk shit about famous men that she hates." <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like we've covered it, and um, we just everything with Britney every day is a new day and I always hope that it gets better for her you know mm-hmm. me too and ladies thank you so much for having me I have a bit of a temper and I'm from upstate New York and I have you know flipped a table in my day so <gasps> I um and when I was searching to to make sure I had all of the information for our chat today I searched my email and I sent to my very dear friend a different Brittany um the subject of an email was flipping tables um Ooh. so you know it's yeah so I I, I love a, I love a table flip I love that it's a it's kismet um I think or Bashir, either way. <laughs> anyway, we're uh, able to. We'll start a new email chain. We're going to go dancing and breathing on one another and flipping tables when the time is right. This is the start of a brilliant friendship. It has to be, and I. I would love if I could ask you guys one question. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Separate from Brittany, what is your? You guys are Housewives fans. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. sure. Okay, favorite favorite city of all time. Oof. I am biased because I'm re-watching New York right now, and New York is so consistently good every season. Like, it really delivers much more on a rewatch than you remember. So I think I'm going to have to go New York. Mm, I like that, yeah. I I respect that. It's a fabulous answer. I would have told you um, originally... Beverly Hills because that's what got me in mm-hmm. and I think that the first few up first few seasons are just absolutely high art um but then I've really flipped in recent years and I discovered Potomac mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. Potomac is delivering on a similar level to New York where just every episode everything is just rich with story and drama and fabulous women and so I've, I've got to say it's Potomac love that what love about these you answers. Jen? I love, I think New York is probably my favorite city, but I also really do enjoy Potomac and I also really enjoy New Jersey. Like mm, there's something, yeah. being from upstate New York, I I understand them. I'm not Italian myself, but grew up in a town where the only restaurants in my town are Italian. Um, <laughs> truly, there is no other cuisine and like every Sunday I'd be like, what are we, you know, who's making the brujol and the meatballs <laughs> and the, you know, all this and that. And like, oh, you burn the sauce. And so there's something about, uh, there's something about New Jersey that I just can't quit. And I love them for forever. Yeah, absolutely. We really. Obviously us too. We love New Jersey <laughs> so much. It feels like a real, watching them now too, feels like a vacation from LA that I want to be on. It just feels like there's more partying hard and they're having a great time and they're at the shore and they're, and then they just scream at each other when they get mad, which is like, 
really cathartic to me. Oh, God. When Melissa flipped the cheese, she's so pissed <laughs> at her. And then she starts cleaning up cleaning the cheese. Cleaning it up. Because oh, she's at Dolores' so house, and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this in somebody else's house. Like, oh, God, it was amazing. It was amazing. It's so funny. I love it. Um, well, can you tell people where they can find you and your fabulous podcast and if you have any projects coming up that you want people to check out? Yes. You guys can find me on Instagram uh, at Jennifer Zaborowski. Uh, and my podcast is We Need to Talk About Britney. And you can get that wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah, I'm working on something. I mean, this is more of just a fingers crossed. I'm working with an amazing, hilarious comedian named Heather McMahon. She is truly fabulous. If you guys are into Instagram, I'm sure you already follow her. But she is just, she's so talented and so amazing. And we are developing a show for Peacock right now. And fingers crossed they say yes. And you guys will be able to see all the stories that we're writing right now. That would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. That's so awesome. I hope you get a series order. Good vibes. Good vibes for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much. This was so great. And there's no other Britney expert I would have rather had to unpack this completely fucked up show that we just watched. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Thank you. to talk about Britney is an Erios podcast. It is produced by Maria Blasucci. And if you need to talk about Britney, the We Need to Talk About Britney hotline is here. Just call 814-277-3277. Our phone lines are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because sometimes you just need to talk about Britney. Erios. Powered by ACAS.